Welcome to the Run Back to Jesus podcast, where we are going to let go of all the weights holding us down and run the race God designed us for. We have a kiddo right now who is the prime example of what happens when you are persistent. This kid will ask over and over and over again if they want something. They really haven't got to that point where they really learn the meaning of no. And sometimes when it's something completely harmless or okay to have, they may end up getting it. Usually it's something like they're asking me to get up for a dance party and the first time I'm like, no. And then they ask for the fourth or fifth time, like, okay, I really should just get up. We'll do this dance party together. But then there's also times where it is something that we feel really strongly about. We know that it's not good for them and we say no, and not because we're mean parents, but because we have a bigger understanding of what is right and wrong. And as I was thinking of this and I was reading through some scripture, I thought, you know, this is a beautiful example of persistence. And when Jesus talks about persistence in prayer, because I think for a lot of us, and I know this is for myself, there are times where you ask for something once, you don't get the answer, and so you just kind of leave it be. And when we've been talking about overwhelm these last few weeks, maybe you're feeling overwhelmed by this. Maybe you're feeling overwhelmed because you feel like God's not answering you. Maybe you've prayed and asked for something or asked for a lot of different things and you don't get the answer, and so you've just kind of given up on prayer because you feel like God's not hearing you. He's not listening and he's not responding. So I want to go to Luke chapter 11 today. We're going to start at verse 5, and I'm going to read from the modern English version. And here, what Jesus is doing is he's giving a teaching on how to pray. And so Jesus says, which of you has a friend and shall go to him at midnight and say to him, friend, lend me three loaves for a friend of mine on his journey has come to me and I have nothing to set before him. And he will answer from within. Do not trouble me. The door is now shut and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give you anything. And Jesus says, Though he will not rise and give him anything because he is your friend, yet because of his persistence, he will rise and give him as much as he needs. And so this is my reminder today in prayer. One, that if something's on our heart, we need to go to God and ask. We need to go to God and ask him. So many times I know I feel like it's just too small. Maybe I shouldn't take it to God. And so this is our reminder that there is nothing too small to take to God, that we have to first take the step to ask him. And then Jesus is teaching about being persistent. I know that if someone knocked on my door in the middle of the night, maybe the first time I wouldn't get up and answer. But if they were knocking over and over again, I'd finally be like, okay, what do you need? I'm answering the door. And they would probably get whatever they want so that I could just go back to bed. And so again, just this reminder to if it matters enough to you to keep asking and also knowing that God knows what is good for us. If you keep reading here in scripture, you will see that God says he will give you what you ask for and what is good for you. And he talks about, you know, if a son asks you for bread, you're not going to give him a stone. And there's some really beautiful reminders here that if we ask, we will receive. If we knock, God will open the door. And if we seek him, we will find him. And so for me, this is just again, reminding that we need to take the first step. God is always here and he will answer our prayers but we have, we've got to seek him first. We've got to take the step. He's created us with free will. We don't have to seek him. It's a choice. And so our reminder is to go to him in prayer. And as we talk about asking and receiving, I feel like I always need to speak this out loud. One, just certainly for my own reminder, but I feel like as humans, we, we get this part a little messed up. So we talk about, you know, I'm going to ask for anything in prayer and I'm going to receive it. And so what that doesn't mean is that we just sit here all day and we're like, oh, I'm just going to show up each day and I'm going to pray to win the lottery. I'm not going to go to work because I believe God will answer me to win the lottery and I'm just going to pray it. And when it gets answered, I'm just going to buy a mansion on the beach and sit there and look at the ocean all day long, right? 
right? And so I go back to Psalm 37, 4, where it says, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. We have to see that delighting in the Lord comes first. When we delight in God, we learn what he wants for us. We trust him and we surrender our plans to his plans. We shift from seeking earthly things or certain objects from God to simply seeking God. And we see that God is the one that fulfills the deepest desires of our souls. As we learn about God, we know that he knows we need earthly things while we're here. We see that in Matthew 6, but we learn that what is important and what the the thing that we need more than anything else, the thing that will never leave us seeking more is him. And so we delight in God. We know him. We know that there we have everything we need. And then we also see we can pray big prayers. Matthew chapter 17 verses 20 to 21 says, truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. And so you sit here, you delight with God, and then you pray the big prayers. God, my sister is sick with cancer. God, will you take this cancer away? And you are persistent over and over. And you keep the faith that God can do that. And it is in his power to do that. And maybe God answers that prayer. Maybe that is part of God's plan and your unwavering faith and the prayers that all comes to be. Maybe the answer comes in a different way. Maybe he still answers, but maybe the healing doesn't come in the form of a physical sense. Maybe it's a spiritual one. Maybe that because of your faith, your unwavering faith in God in a circumstance that most people would would say it's not likely that you will have peace or hope in it, but now you do because you're delighting in God and you trust in him and everything that he can do that provides spiritual healing in some other way. When my child asks for something, I can say yes or no to them because I have a way bigger understanding than they do, right? Think as an adult brain versus a toddler brain. We understand things far bigger. And so sometimes if they ask for something, sometimes they ask a couple more times, they see, wow, they really want it. And they want it enough to keep asking. And so if it's in a situation where I feel fit, then maybe they will get it. Other times when they ask for things like donuts for dinner, night after night, that's a hard no, because I know that donuts for dinner are not good. And so I say no to the donut for dinner, but in in that same sense, I'm saying yes to their health because I have a bigger understanding of what they're asking for than they do. And even in that moment where it may be earth shattering for this kiddo, I can still comfort this kid. I can still love them. I can still tell them with full confidence that everything is going to be okay because I know that it will, right? Because I have that bigger sense of understanding. And for our kids, they have this moment where they have a complete breakdown. And then two minutes later, they're back to their happy self. They don't hold grudges and they're back to playing and asking for the next thing. And and I'm like, why is this? Why do kids do this? And I was thinking about it. I'm like, well, they're in a place of complete surrender. Our kids are in a place where they completely rely on us, someone with a higher sense of knowledge and understanding. Our kids also know that their needs have always been met. They've never gone without food or been hungry. They always get what they need from us. And even though it's a no right now, it's not going to be no to the things that they really need. And let me just insert, as a parent, there are days where I don't get it all right. I'm not perfect as a parent, but God is. And so I thought about what if as adults, we had this same mindset, but looking towards God. What if we saw him as a source of all of our needs? What if we realize that he's never failed us and he never will? What if we knew that we could ask him over and over and he wouldn't get annoyed? He would answer our prayers. It may not be in the way that we think is best right now in our seasons of life, but ultimately it is what is best for us in the big picture. 
And I think for a lot of us, we don't live here. We don't live here because we want to be in control. We want to be the ones to decide how things happen. We want to be in control of our own needs and our own destiny. When in reality, we are called to completely surrender to God. And maybe there's a no that we're sensing in an earthly mindset right now that God has put in there for a reason. Maybe it's to protect us. Maybe it's to teach us something. Maybe it's something on a far greater scale that we cannot even understand right now. We may not even understand until we get to heaven. And that that, that doesn't mean that it's easy. It does not mean that it's easy. Of course, telling a kid no for a donut for dinner is very small and very simple. But as adults, there are some really hard no's in our earthly life that we have, we have to bear. And I'm not making light of it. I am not making light of it at all. But I also know that I need the reminder that just because it didn't play out how I imagined here in my earthly life doesn't mean that it's not playing out for something far bigger and greater in a heavenly life. And, and maybe you're sitting here today and you're thinking, you know, I, I'm I, this is just not for me. I'm just going to turn it off. Maybe you feel like, you know, what? I have prayed to God over and over. I've been persistent. I kept the faith. And it seems like the answer is always no. And maybe you are the person who prayed for a family member with cancer and the answer was no. And it was earth shattering. And it certainly can be. And I know when I've been in those earth shattering moments, I can just know that looking back, I needed something else to fall back into. I needed something to fall back into that was bigger than my own understanding. I needed something that just could let me release all control. I needed something that was gentle and loving and something that could hold me in that moment when my earth was falling apart and just give me that embrace and tell me that it may not be anything that I understand, but in some way it will work out. And even even that sometimes doesn't seem like enough. And right now stepping away from when I'm not in that place, I can see when my kids go through that, they have that earth shattering moment. And I know that they are hurting and I can comfort them and love them in that moment. And it's just trying to recall and remember that God will comfort us even when we don't get it. In Isaiah chapter 43 verses one through two, the Lord says, do not fear for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. And what I have to pull from this is saying, it's not saying you won't walk through the waters. It's not saying you won't go through the fires. It's saying when, when you go through these things, God will be with you and he will protect you and he will keep you safe. And so maybe today it's laying this foundation. Maybe today you're you're not in the earth shattering moment and you can start building up in these stories where God promises, promises these things over and over in scripture. And today it's just a reminder that if it's on your heart to keep being persistent in prayer, keep going to God and asking for the things that you have on your heart, knowing that if it means enough, it's important enough to pray about it, remembering that God already knows what you need and what is best for you, and remembering that God's understanding is far greater than anything we can imagine. So maybe right now it seems like the answer to the prayer is no, but even though if it seems like it's no, we can trust that God has bigger understanding and he is saying yes to something bigger down the road. 
We just might not be able to see it or comprehend it. And then it is completely getting to this place of surrender that we trust God enough to say, I am praying these big prayers. I am seeking you for this big, impossible thing. But ultimately, it is not my will, but yours be done. And be okay living in that place. Jesus models this for us. If you go to Luke chapter 22, verses 42 to 44, where Jesus is about to go to the cross, he's about to go to the cross and he knows that this is something that he is going to face. He understands that. And here's his prayer. Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel of the heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. And Jesus shows us here, he prayed the big prayer. God, if you are willing, take this from me. But then ultimately it's that surrender, not my will, but yours be done. And when he does that, he gains more strength. The angels come. And when he had that faith for that big prayer, the angels come and give him more strength, more strength to walk into those things in this world that are completely hard in our flesh, right? Those flesh things that are really hard and get that strength from heaven above. So we can fully trust that when we pray and surrender, that God's will will be done. And even if it isn't what we want in our flesh, we can be strong enough to surrender our desires and trust in God for that big understanding. And also, I feel like this is an important reminder too, that sometimes as we pray to God, we just don't see the answer, right? Because God says he answers our prayer. And I think a lot of times God puts the answers in our prayer, but it's just not in the way that we thought. Maybe you have been praying, dear God, I've been praying for this homeless man on the street corner every day when I drive by him and I just see him every every day there and no one is helping him. And maybe you're starting to question God, like, why aren't you helping him? Maybe God wants to say to you is, I let you drive by him every day so that you can be the person to help answer that prayer, right? Sometimes we don't want to do the uncomfortable thing and actually do the work to answer the prayer. Maybe you're in a place of a financial burden right now. Maybe you have just been hit with unexpected bills. The cost of everything is going up and you're living paycheck to paycheck and it's just consuming so much of your time and you just want some ease of it. Not because you want to make a million bucks, but just because you want to have your energy focused somewhere else and you've been praying, God, we just need some release from this financial burden and and you're not seeing it. But maybe what God is putting in front of you is some work that you could do that may cause you to get a little uncomfortable. Maybe it's something that you think you're above and you're not willing to step in and do it. So you may be surprised on the ways that he answers your prayer. Again, it could be completely foreign and uncomfortable, but maybe in this, it's something to build a new strength in you. Maybe it's to connect you to someone for something bigger down the road, how God wants to work into your life. And so it's this reminder too to be still and see the ways that God may be answering your prayers and not just rushing right into our day that we don't see the answers that he's putting in front of us. And so today I just want to remind you to keep asking, to keep praying, to keep believing that God does answer prayers and to be still and step back and watch as he answers. And remember that the answers don't always come in the way that we want. We are in the flesh and we live in the flesh and, and we can really easily be stuck there. But when we can keep our minds on him, and we can keep seeking him and keep being persistent in prayer, he will answer. And if nothing else, what I always think about is, you know what, if this hard situation led me to pray over and over and over and over again for something, if nothing else, it led me to God. If nothing else, this hard situation led me to prayer and it led me to relationship with him. And ultimately, that's the place I want to be. I want to be sitting in relationship with him, trusting him, keeping the faith that he can do anything And that keeping the faith that his plan is bigger than anything that I could ever imagine.
And so speaking of prayer and turning to God in prayer, let's turn to him together today. God, I just want to thank you for being here. I want to thank you for always being here and hearing my prayers. God, thank you for already understanding what I need in my life and knowing the desires of my heart. God, I, I'm going to bring to you these, these things on my mind today, and I want to leave them at your feet. I want to sit in your presence today with full confidence that you can answer these prayers. And so, God, I'm going to bring them to you with full faith that you can move these mountains in my life. And I'm also going to have full faith that you ultimately know what is best. God, help me to continue to be persistent in praying to you, trusting to you, and surrendering. Help me to be still, to see how you are answering these prayers. Help me to release those desires of my flesh and see how you are answering in a kingdom mindset, in a kingdom way, and to fully believe and trust that you know what is best. And that when you know what is best, I can rest in your love and in your comfort, even when I'm walking through the fire, even when it feels like the river is overcoming me. I know that I will be okay because I have you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, as always, thank you for being here. Thank you for being here on the days where the conversations are light and fun. Thank you for being here on the days where the conversations are a little bit deeper. I pray that you have a wonderful week, a wonderful day, and we'll be back again next week.